Welcome in, welcome in to the Fantasy Friends Podcast. We have Ooh. a fan, I mean, a true fantasy friend with us today, mm-hmm. Keith. Um, I, I mean, a bitter rival, um, you know, a friend as well, but more so a friend of me, I think we could call him, you know. Uh, Keith, what's going on, my man? Thanks for coming back. He can't, you're muted, brother. We lost you already. He gone. <laughs> Jason, while he fixes that, okay, he's going to come back. Jason, what's up, man? Uh, you know, I'm living strong. Just, um, I had this weird dream, man. I had this really weird dream that I, you know, I was this little known quarterback, kind of found his way into the NFL. Ended up playing for one of the biggest teams in all of sports history. You know, definitely one of the most expensive. And man, they you know they just wouldn't they wouldn't get me a contract. They didn't believe in me, and I just kept playing. I mean, this was a terrible dream. I'm just telling you, like I kept playing. And I couldn't get any love from this team, and then finally, they said, "You know what? You're our guy." And I took them all the way to the playoffs, man. And then at the, the end, there was 14 seconds left on the clock. And I snapped the ball. And something possesses me, comes over me, and makes me run. QB draw, right up in the middle. I go down. I look up. Clock's gone. Take the ball. And I spike it after the game's over. And I woke up. Ooh. And it was um, it was something. Let me just say, it's something I would I would hope no one would ever have to experience or take done? part in. Are you done? <laughs> you finished? God, I ought to, yeah, Keith, we can hear you now. I think I I apologize. It sounded like you guys were underwater. I don't no, know man, what was hey, going on. you sound freaking awesome now. What's going on, brother? Thanks for coming back on. Oh, no problem, man. I'm doing great, man. How about you guys? I'm I'm sure I missed something in the, you know, while you guys were drowning. It. We don't need to relive it at all. Jason just decided to to stab me with a thousand needles that were not not dipped in poison per se, but like, you know, just a tiny bit of 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 pink sea salt, the Himalayan oh. pink. Yeah, that, yeah, that hurts. And, um, yeah, he just he he pretended he was Dak Prescott, which he could never be as talented. <laughs> Or is you know? I was just having a bad dream, man. That's all it was. <laughs> I hate you. Did you know that? Like literally, that game anyway. was that game was something, man. You, I want you. To... Dallas should have so... Dallas should have never lost that game. I mean, so sloppy, so sloppy. We'll, we'll talk about it here in a second. I, I'm going to try and not relive it as much as possible. Fair. First and foremost, um, we have our first segment. Y'all know the segment. It's our You Talking Good. We're going to talk a little news, rumors, notes. Honestly, we don't really have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're going to get to know Keith a little bit more. Keith doesn't know that yet, but uh, he just found out. Um, seven and two. Should there be seven teams in the playoffs when they were outscored? Let me see here. I believe it was 73 to 36, the seven-seeded teams were. What's no, but I – Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Jason. I just – there was teams that, you know, I think should have been in the playoffs that just were either coached poorly or – you know, you look at the Vikings. I mean, look how every game they lost in the fourth quarter. Every, you know, it was just 
one play makes or breaks them so many times. There were so many teams that probably were more fitting that just didn't get there. You know, I look at the seven seeds like I look at, uh, you know, play-in games for the NCAA tournament. Like, there, there's going to be a seven seed one year that's going to win a Super Bowl. It, on a long enough timeline, it's going to happen. Pittsburgh's won it from the six. I believe Baltimore won it from the six. The Giants won it from the six. The Giants won it from the, from the six. Yeah. It doesn't happen enough to go, you know what we need is more on-the-border teams. I mean, yeah. you know, it's just about money. Get another playoff game on TV. I, I get it, but it, the quality of the games was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Who's listening to stuff crust pizza ads right now? Sorry that about you, that. Jason? <laughs> Sorry about that. Off. We're doing a podcast. Don't you know that? I didn't think you could hear it. I, I could hear it loud and clear. We don't. We're not authorized to to advertise for stuff crust pizza, no matter what the company is. If if somebody wants. To give us stuffed crust pizza money. Oh man, I'll we'll take it. it. Yeah, I don't yeah. care what it is. If it's, <laughs> I don't care if it's Totino's or those little tiny shit plastic ones that you can warm up in the microwave. Hey, I I am so ghetto. I love Totino's pizzas. <laughs> love them. You used to be able to get them for, two for like a dollar. Yes, you could. Yes. I used to work at Kroger <laughs> in like 2006. I want to say. And that would be my lunch most days. I would I'd take my little lunch break. I'd get two of those tiny Totino's pizzas and warm up, you know, the little tray that folds it's called out. A, yeah. It's called, it's called a party pizza. It yeah, makes it, it even more dope. in the mouth. Yeah, it makes it even more <sighs> dope. It's the party pizza. It's the go. saddest party of all time. <laughs> but I'm going. I'm going every time. I'm going to every one of those parties. Keith, I don't know if you have the, um, the show doc pulled up in front of you, but you did have a question for Jason and I. Um, I'd like yeah. to hear. Um, just out of curiosity, uh, I was looking because you know we gotta gotta get a quarterback, and I'm shopping. Um, He's shopping. Who do you, who do you guys think thing made some money? I, I mean, I know playoffs aren't over, and and you know right now I'm thinking OBJ every game he plays is just adding on to his, mm. you know, letting Robert Woods go and keeping him kind of deal, but like. I was just looking at some guys. Everybody knows, you know, Deontay. I mean, uh, Devontae Adams is going to make money. Chris Godwin, even with the torn ACL, you know, he's going to mm-hmm. get the Allen Robinson deal. But I mean, there's some guys that you wouldn't have expected if I'd said, "Hey, start of 2021, who's going to get a kind of a big deal?" Like James Conner. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. James Conner is going to make a ton of money. You guys got anybody in mind? Jason, you want to field this one first? Because I actually have about four folks. Yeah, because I, I got one or two that I, I would never have thought that I'd be willing to pay. Mm-hmm. They better not be running backs. That's all I got to say. Maybe one. <laughs> I'm mean, not you know sure what, how many. You know I'm, I'm all for Sony sh- Michelle stepping up. <laughs> hey, well. That's just selfish. Uh, hold on. I got something for that. Where's it at? There it is. Hashtag selfish prediction from the founder that's that's true. <laughs> CEO <laughs> of Selfish Predictions <laughs> not biz. All right, Jason, let me, you got let me see here. I'm bringing up the contract years right now. Uh, All right, so well get... while you while you do that, I've got. I want to bring up one player. I'll, I'll save a bunch of different players, but I want to bring up one person. Dalton freaking Schultz. He's on the last year of his deal. Um, yeah. He is a free agent going into 2022. 
sixth. So among tight ends, sixth in targets, third in receptions, sixth in yards, and second in touchdowns. If you would have told, like, I liked Dalton Schultz as a Cowboys fan. I'm like, okay, I can I can mess with this guy. He, he's pretty awesome. Blake Jarwin perpetually is injured. Um, but the level of, <clears throat> I know, especially in fantasy, but even in real life dominance, if y'all watched that game against San Francisco, he was the only uh, only receiver that could do anything. Like they, for some reason, Dak was like, no, nah, you know what? Amari Cooper, I'm not going to pay the $100 million man. I'm not going to throw it to him. Uh, C.D. Lamb, you keep dropping balls, so we're not going to mess with you anymore. And Dalton Schultz was getting open at will. I think he made himself a lot of money in his 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 ability to – availability, I guess, is number one. Sure. And his ability just to just to, to work the middle of the field and do those those really <clears throat> getting, getting in the soft spots of the zones and, and getting and moving the chains. I really hope, hope Dallas signs him. I think they'd be foolish to, I mean, even if they keep Jarwin, you know, if you can keep them both on the field, because uh, you're, you're going to lose Gallup, right? I mean, so yeah. you got to, just having more pieces to move around in that offense, because Dak is, he's shown to be the guy. I, I mean, just protect him a little bit and give him some options. Um, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned a tight end because I believe I saw that Mike Gasicki is mm-hmm. up either now <laughs> or soon. Can you imagine, like, you know, him going to Seattle? Oh, man. Cincinnati. But I mean, nothing, have, nothing against You'd have 10 o- touchdowns to Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I, I wouldn't be trying to stay in Miami. They'd probably give him the most money, but he he could go somewhere and really be the dude. Mm-hmm. Mike Gesicki got 111 targets this year. I did not realize that. Holy smokes. I didn't either. I was just kind of looking. That's fourth among tight ends. Yeah, and that's from, you know, just imagine if an efficient quarterback, yeah. you know, getting him the ball. Absolutely. I mean, what, what's 111 or 112 targets turn into 80, 85 catches? Yeah, probably. If not more. Yeah. And that dude's an athletic freak, too. Jason, who you got? Mine's going to be a funny one, and I like this one a lot because it's actually really intriguing, and I think we're probably going to talk about him a lot on the offseason now that I'm looking at this. But uh, Melvin Gordon is in a contract oh, year, yeah. and he played his ass off. If you'd have asked me a year ago, what, what are we doing with Melvin Gordon? I would have told you Javante <coughs> Williams had his job in week four. You know, um, I didn't yeah. expect anything out of him at all. And to get a th- almost a thousand yards here, we got what's he got? Nine hundred eighteen yards, eight touchdowns, and then um, forty targets, uh, two hundred thirteen yards, and two touchdowns through the air. So eleven hundred yards all purpose mm-hmm. and ten touchdowns. That's uh, a solid year, man. And he's twenty eight. As somebody who's splitting time. As, yeah, yeah, and that was a 50-50 timeshare. Right, and he's 28 years old, so you know he's not going to get many more opportunities. So this mm-hmm. is kind of like that perfect time for him to cash out. Yeah. So if I'm telling you I think somebody's about to get some money, it's probably Melvin Gordon. He probably doesn't hey. deserve it. We'll probably see regression, who, but he's going to Who's a running back away? Like, who, who is a – is there a team that's mm. like a, a dude away? Hmm. I don't Ar- – Arizona? But – So, yeah. I mean, honestly – well, James Conner came in and, and he's looked yeah. like a world beater, really. Yeah. Um, Chase Evans looked pretty spry uh, last night in that game. Yeah. I think I mean, the thing about game, but. Arizona's <laughs> probably got to keep them both. I, I think they're better off, both of them, if they both are there. 
because they, yeah. you know, neither one it's of them. It's kind of the fi- fire and ice, like not fire and ice, uh, thunder and, and lightning. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think either one of them are healthy enough to take the full, you know, load of carries. And, and you know, they both catch the ball. I mean, the load of touches, they need to be, they need to be with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm struggling to think maybe Miami, Miami could always use a running back. Houston was not it. Houston. Houston has a ton of running backs that aren't getting it done. Oh yeah, and they're, and they're not giving Rex Burkhead thirty years money. old. So well, yeah, isn't, we're not. Isn't Melvin Gordon from Texas? I'm sure. I'm not entirely sure. T- uh, you know, I'm, just, I'm almost certain. Texas or Florida? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. where all the football players come from. Yeah, we have a, a comment in here from our buddy Jay. Said both tight ends in Seattle are up too. So Ger- Gerald Everett and I guess that's uh, Will Disley. Yeah, are both up. So yeah, Will Seattle's Disley an intriguing could be good. Place. Will Desley could be good. I don't know what's up with that. I've he, seen he him flash. Injured, yeah. I've seen he him like flash. tore his, his kneecap or something. One, it was patella tendon, I think. Oh, so okay. it, it was something weird. It was something weird. But, yeah, man, uh, and I would also just throw in real quick Mike Williams. Mike Williams made himself a lot of money. He had a very good year this year. He, he really showed did. He, he showed he could stay healthy. Um, I He's not a number one receiver in my mind. Uh, he's a very he's a good I, good number two. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, the beginning of the year, it looked like he was going to kind of overtake Keenan Allen, and he just really trailed off. I, I don't know if it's all his fault, but I know, traded, it happened. Man, I made the wrong freaking trade in our dynasty league together. I, I packaged somebody and uh, Keenan Allen, or Keenan Allen and a first for like, I think it was the 101, basically. Yeah. I think that's what it was, but yeah. Anyways, all right. I want to I want to ask Keith a couple of questions here. We haven't done this with a guest yet, Jason. Where we ask okay. him just like some just random stuff to get to know him a little bit. Like we know okay. Keith, Keith's our dude from like back in the day. But we're, we we share the same hometown. Uh, what is happening? Oh, there we go. So we got. I don't remember if I have a caption for this or not. Oh, I do. Okay. Do you have, are you on a laptop, Keith, or a computer? Uh, no, not right now. Oh, that's fine. I was just. But that's wondering. okay. Can you see any of this stuff right here on the bottom? So, uh, if you can't, yes. that's fine. So, number one, who is your favorite fantasy player of all time? First off, how long have you been playing fantasy football? Uh, my first league was 2001. 2001. Okay, so you have me beat by a few years then. And yeah. Jason beat by a lot because he's a lot. he's just a baby. Uh, favorite fantasy player of all time, I'm going to – Go with the guy who won me my first two titles, Priest Holmes. Oh, yeah, in the way back machine. Did you get to? What? Did you did you see him uh, at Kansas City beating the drum? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I saw a lot of drum beating in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Okay, so we got Priest Holmes. Loved Priest Holmes back in the day. Oh, sorry, I freaking forgot one. So, who is your least favorite? Who is your most hated? I mean, I want I want some of that vintage, genuine Keith dark heart hate. Who do you hate the most in fantasy football? You can say real football too; it really don't matter. Oh, real football! It's Ray Lewis. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. that's not even. I know, I know. No, that's yeah. not even a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's Ray Lewis, one hundred percent. Um, my least favorite fantasy player of all time. Man, I, I'm like a robot. Whoever I draft that doesn't produce 
Uh, right now, it's Christian McCaffrey. It's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. It's, 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 I love that guy, man, but he is a unicorn, and, you know, he's not going to last suspicion. Very much <laughs> Yeah. Jay's down here saying, MJD, I'm assuming Maurice Jones-Drew is your is your all-time favorite, Jay? Because I, I, I had the chance to draft him a few times when I first – I think I started playing like 04, so uh, God, was he good. He was like a little ball of like muscle. Yeah. He was splitting time at the time too, right, with Fred Taylor? With Fred, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I almost said Fred Jackson. That's a homie from Buffalo, I think. Uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, this is Fred a fun Jackson. one right here. Keith. And he played for New England too. On a scale of Johnny Manziel to Michael Jordan, where would you rate your pickleball skills? <laughs> uh, just a sh- who's under Johnny Manziel? <laughs> um, Jason. Jason Mitchell and throwing the football. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. Uh, I'll, I'll Whoa. Jason Mitchell playing bass. That's what it is. Oh, I, I'll take that. I'll take that. No, yeah, for real. I, uh, I just ran into pickleball last year. And it's awesome. I love to play, but I imagine it's like how golfers are. You know, you hit one great shot and you're chasing that shot the rest of the day, even though you were absolute garbage. <laughs> garbage. But it's fun. And, and, you know, that's that's the main thing for now. I'll give myself okay. a little while if I'm not a pro in a year or so. I'll probably just throw the, the paddles in the woods. <laughs> just, just, just smash them on your knee. Yeah. All right. Next question here. You've been convicted as a serial reaper and now you're on death row. What's your last meal? Ooh. Uh, again, I'm super ghetto. I'll probably get Chipotle. <laughs> okay. What do you get? Do you get the burrito, the burrito bowl? What, what, yeah, what's, your, um, what's your poison? It depends if I'm like, I was snowed in over the weekend in Roanoke and you know, it was just a life of hotel sadness, so I got the burrito. If I'm trying to live a good life, I'll get the bowl. Okay. But no, it was a burrito, double wrapped. Get the mm. extra tortilla. Okay. You know? yes. Keep that, that juicy goodness inside of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it escaping. No. All right, and the last question for you here. What's your favorite thing in your collection of action figures, memorabilia, etc.? Y'all can, if you're watching the the, the, the video version of this, you can see Keith has quite a few knickknacks and things behind him. Um, you know, I don't go out of my way to get a lot of expensive stuff or anything. I just get stuff I like. But one thing I did get, it was maybe maybe a hundred bucks, but it was a a Cobra Commander from uh, San Diego Comic Con, and he's standing at a at a podium, but it's in the old school real American hero packaging. That's it's pretty sweet. Heck yeah, our nerds on this will get that. We got I, plenty. If you're not talking yeah. Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, I'm just, I don't know. Oh, My that's daughter. All, that's all upstairs in the girls' room. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you call me a girl? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. I'm, my, uh, you know what? Just for that, this is what you're getting. Hashtag never the Steelers, Teal City. That's fair. <laughs> and because I control these captions, there will be no Dallas captions on here. That's okay. I handled Dallas right away. Oh, God, I hate you. Uh, I'm glad yeah. somebody had to, Jason. Way to go. Oh, wait till you can play it back. It was a ma- I, I, I worked on it for a while. Can I say something that... He, I, he didn't like it at all. No. No, I didn't like that. And then I woke up Monday morning. Monday morning. I had yeah. the day off. Ooh. It was uh, MLK Day. <laughs> 
I wake up at 6.30 or something. My, I can hear my kids running around acting crazy in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, shit, let me get up. First thing I see is a freaking meme, a Dallas, like, just shitting all over Dallas. And for whatever reason, it put me in the worst mood. And I just turned into, like, a butthurt ass. Y'all saw it in the league uh-huh. chat. I was so butthurt. And I'm still a little butthurt about that game. Anyways, <laughs> so speaking of that, we're going to review the wild card round here. Um, the first game, so there was what six games, right? So we had 12 teams, six yeah. games. Two of the games were, were good, the other four were just trash. <laughs> so yeah. I don't I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time on this, but I do want to get y'all's I'll get y'all's y'all's points of view, specifically keys, because I don't care about Jason's. <laughs> um the Raiders, the Raiders lost to the Bengals 19 to 26. That was a honestly a, a, a really that was a good game, like a, a genuinely good game. I thought the Bengals uh, – I declared it last week. I thought the Bengals were going to come out and stomp them. Didn't happen. Um, Keith, what were your general thoughts – what takeaways? What were your general takeaways from that game there? You know, I didn't I didn't think the Bengals were going to, like, smash them, but I thought they would win. And, and to, me, it, to me, the game wasn't as – it didn't look as close as the score. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the Bengals were just way better, better skill position. Um, defense actually played – better than I expected. I thought that would be kind of the Achilles heel going in. Um, the Raiders, they're fine. They were never going to win a playoff game, right? I mean, did anybody really – Jason, Jason was um, – I think that – the that people who really thought the Raiders were going to win, though, I thought it, they probably thought it was more a Bengals will collapse mm. versus Raiders just – you know, I, I mean, yeah. maybe. I don't know. See, for me, it was all year long. Oh, Raiders aren't going to win that. Oh, the Raiders aren't going to win that. The Raiders aren't going to win that. And they just kept doing it. And I'm like, yeah, what the, you know, so all year they're just making me look stupid. So then we get in the playoffs and I'm like, all right, man, shit. Okay. I've had enough. (laughs) You'll win. And then they lose. So that's just how it goes sometimes. But hey, at least it was down to the wire. Like I said to you earlier, Eric. I could have picked a game. I could have picked one of the blowouts, but I picked a game that was literally a play away. So go fuck yourself. Well, I just want to say that no one should believe anything you're saying right now. Jason wanted the Raiders to win so that Tennessee would have to play the Raiders and give the Titans an easier no, path. I you're would, such a liar. Keith, Keith and then you tried to liar. put the ghost of Keith John Madden that, on me. Keith, you, Keith knows you're a liar. I wanted Pittsburgh to beat Kansas City so yeah. we could play Pittsburgh. I didn't oh, say anything right. about everybody us playing was, everybody the Raiders. wanted the Steelers and I don't blame them. That's fair. I didn't I, say a word no, about the Raiders. Right. My bad. I My said bad. the Raiders the, have some weird mojo. Terrible. Yeah. Um <laughs> But you tried to put the ghost of John Madden on me. He was like, You gotta pick the Raiders. John Madden, bro. I'm like, what the hell is up with that? That's messed up, dude. What'd you say? I can't hear you. No. Thank goodness. All right, Keith, let's get let's move on without Jason. He's just yeah, good. He's gone. Perfect. No, nah, man. I thought um I saw that you had put it in the dock there. Uh, I just want to I want to highlight one player from that freaking Max Crosby. That guy is an absolute monster. Um, you I think you saw this is uh, to Keith uh, Keith's point here. According to PFF, uh, Max Crosby had seven pressures, five hurries, uh, to go along with two QB hits, two tackles for a loss, and a sack. He was well, a he's he's going to be a problem for his whole you, career. You and I both know the biggest stat out of that whole line is the QB hits, right? Oh, yeah, 
the Q, the QB hits are just yeah, you know you got you got to rattle these especially you a can young get quarterback. you can get the sack fumble scoop score touchdown or the QB hit I'm taking the QB hit every time yeah and you talk about <laughs> pressure they're talking about pressures too man if you're pushing their tackle back into them. Like that's that's just that's gonna mess with that guy's mind all game long. Yeah, I mean, all all jokes aside, I really I really thought Max Crosby just laying all over Joe Burrow the whole game would kind of take him out of the game. Burrow didn't seem like I know he's not a rookie, but he's a second year guy coming off a a season of injury and stuff. You know, this is his first like full year starting. You know, yeah. playing at a high level. He looked unshakable. He really reminds me of like his mentality is sort of like uh, on the field anyway of like Carson Palmer or Troy Aikman. You mm. know, they're just like unless you put them to sleep on the field, which <laughs> you know we we've seen that with some of these guys. I don't know that you can really get to him mentally. Jason's back, but he has no video. So I don't know what's going on there. We can't hear him. <clears throat> Jason, maybe try and restart whatever's going on. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's gone <laughs> again. Perfect. All right, cool. Uh, so we had the Patriots and the Bills up next. Not a game whatsoever. 47 to uh, 17. Uh, I will get – I won't – there's not a lot of takeaways. The Bills are really good. The Patriots, they played – you know, that was the third time they've been playing – I mm -hmm. want y'all's thoughts on the Patriots' future more than anything that the Bills did. What Go do ahead, think Jason. About that? Oh, I think they're, what, one, two guys away? The, the only thing I'll say about the New England offense is, has eluded me all season is why Jonu Smith hasn't been a great part mm -hmm. of it. You know, you have such a good OC there, such a creative and amazing OC, and you've got a <clears> player <throat> like Jonu, and you love running the ball, and the guy used to play running back, we used him in the backfield all the time. I don't know what – why he never became integrated into the offense. But Johnny Smith just seemed to never get a role. So that was a waste of money. Sorry. Hunter Henry did well. Um, I think you need a, a real number one wide receiver. And I think they can get one. I don't know if they necessarily have to draft a guy. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, while, Keith, you're, while you're talking, Keith, I want to look at their cap numbers for uh, this upcoming year. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to say, Jason, I, I – Totally agree about Johnu Smith. And the thing is, you got Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry, but you basically got one tight end's worth of production for $30 million for the season. Mm -hmm. Go yep. get Gasicki. Get these guys out of here. Get a guy who <laughs> plays. Or, you know, a guy like Mike Williams. I I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, do they have a number one? I love Jacoby Myers and some of the other guys that they've got, but they got a bunch of Edelmans. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know that that's going to work. I don't think so either, and 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 you have to. I think Mike Williams is actually the perfect answer, Keith, because he can, like I said, he's not a number one wide receiver, but he can take some of those because Jacoby Myers is gonna is gonna fuck those zones up in the middle. Like he's really good route runner, doesn't score touchdowns, but that's where you have Mike Williams. He can he can stretch the field. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, I have zero faith in. Um, he had a good he had a good year. What? Yeah, last year or two years ago uh, with the Raiders. Yeah. Cool. Um, I, I don't really, I don't see, I don't know why they paid him so much. I thought that was trash in the beginning. Um, well, but you ahead, know, 
you know how Belichick is. He takes project players all the time. Yeah, I think he, he, he takes pride in taking scrap heap guys and making them something. But, you know, when's the last time they had, like, a number one number one? Randy Moss? Randy Moss. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean I, they've had number one. Gronk. They've been Maybe you guys. say Gronk. Could you imagine sure. Allen Robinson? Allen yeah. Robinson. Allen's, Allen's another one that would probably be perfect there. That would actually, man, yeah. I really like that fit, Jason. He's got that scrappy, not scrappy, but like that he plays smart because he's not the most athletic. He's not the biggest. He's got he's a good route runner, but I really like that fit. Oh, well, him and Mac Wouldn't you guys kind of agree that Mac Jones is a is an upgrade for Allen Robinson career-wise at quarterback? Yeah. I mean, I will – I defend Mitch Trubisky a lot, but you know he was he was fine. I, I think his production is you know whatever. But Blake Bortles and Nick Foles and, and Andy Dalton, like I think it finally caught up between injuries and subpar QB play this year. It finally caught up with Allen Robinson. If he went with a guy who was more steady, you know I think he'd be right back to. 130 targets and that whole deal, the, the usual yeah. Allen Robinson. Yeah, he had 150 targets, like I think two of the last three years, not counting 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're right, Keith. I think his, his sadness was weighing him down. It just, he couldn't, he just couldn't I, produce. Well, he was just, dude, I he's like, I've had enough agree. of this. He tweeted during the Super Bowl last year. He was like, all I want to do is be in one of these. Dang. And then they were like, franchise tag, psych. You thought you was, and then yeah. it was just sad all year long. That was when it was like, "Hello, darkness, my old friend." Moments, <laughs> you know. What I mean? Yeah, Simon like, Garfunkel just started <laughs> As the Dallas game was going, I I remember I posted that gif of a dude tying a noose, and now yeah. I, I just think that's Allen Robinson too. He's like, just... <laughs> somebody had to like restrain him before every game going out there. Allen, <laughs> no, no. You're very I mean, talented. It, it has to weigh on you as a competitor where you're yeah. busting your ass for years and years, and then finally you're just like, I don't know if I have it in me anymore mm-hmm. with with this team. Like sometimes you just need a change of scenery. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. One and I really like that fit. Well, I'm I wrote that down to cover in our um in our division breakdowns. All right, on to the next game. Here we got the Eagles 15, the Bucks 31. Never close at all. They actually got close through garbage time nonsense anyway. So this game was an absolute ass spanking to the Eagles, which I love to see. Um, once again, I really don't have a lot to say. I don't really want to like – we'll focus on Tampa Bay here in a little bit. But the Eagles have four picks in the top 51, including three picks in the top 19. They have uh, pick 15, 16, and 19. What do they need to focus on? to kind of take them to the next level. <laughs> Jason wants to say quarterback so bad. <laughs> I mean, do, do they do they need another receiver? They probably do. Um, I, I mean, Jalen Rager sure ain't cutting it. Well, the only – I mean, they've got Goddard <laughs> and they've got uh, – oh, my God, I'm losing it. Smith. Smith. Um, Devontae um, Smith. Yeah, Devontae Smith, but they're – like what else do you? I mean, maybe maybe Quez Watkins is, is something, you know. Maybe maybe they throw more to Gainwell. I, I don't know, but just more more weapons for for Hertz is always going to be a plus. 
they're going to have to protect him too, though, from himself. I mean, he's going to run, but he's still getting hit a lot. Yeah. I don't think he has very good decision making. What do you think, Jason? As far well, as what, what do they need, man? So, I look at it more of like, okay, first of all, if you keep Gardner Minshew, you're going to be okay. All right. Because one of these two guys can play for you for a season. All right. But what you got to do first things first, Nick Sirianni, he can't run his offense without that offensive line. He, he came from the Indianapolis Colts to the Philadelphia Eagles. He aged 20 years, <laughs> a, a lineman. Okay. So yeah. Sirianni needs big, strong, powerful, physical, but agile. Lineman, he needs that line he built in Indianapolis, so he's got to get that first because you have a Miles Sanders, you have a Kenny Gainwell, you have these pieces in the backfield. You got, I guess, um, Jordan uh, Howard, yeah, Jordan Howard. I, they might keep him around, I don't know, but you to me, most importantly, you've got a Miles Sanders, you got a Kenny Gainwell, you've got a number one in Devontae, you've got a big time tight end in Dallas Goddard. There are pieces on the offense. They can play offense, but they need a line. Mm. Well, the crazy thing is they have, like, okay, Jason Kelsey, oh. really good center. Uh, Mylata, they just they, their left tackle, they just freaking uh, – he's been really, really good. Yeah. They they signed him to an extension this offseason. Lane Johnson, one of the best right tackles in the in the league. Brandon Brooks, one of the best uh, guards in the league. I Like, to me – they I don't think, know their ages respectfully, but agree. No, they're older. They are yeah. older. They're definitely older. But at the same time, they're locked up in kind of long-term deals. Because I'm I'm sitting here looking at their salary cap right here. Uh, Brandon, <sighs> not Brandon Graham, excuse me. Lane Lane Johnson would be a, a negative nineteen million dollar cap savings. So not great. Nice. I mean, um, gosh, I can't find this guy's name. Yeah, Brandon Brooks would only save you three point seven million. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that the offensive line is the problem because they ran the ball really well down the stretch, like from week six on. That was a change of quarterback that, that helped a lot when they were running the ball. Like I, I think I highlighted it as we went week from week. Like when you finally saw Miles Sanders be productive, it was because Jalen Hurts wasn't playing. And, you know, the season before we had deduced that his, you know, it, it he his numbers went up with Jalen yeah. Hurts beside him. Mm-hmm. So – and we had the numbers to prove it, but for some reason that didn't translate this year. And I say, I say again, I think it's the offense. They're, they're running a different offense. And I think that that offense wants you to be extremely physical and agile and move and run the ball. And I think you've got older guys who played a different style of football their entire life. They didn't play that, you know, uh, option style. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't see it. I just don't I see mean, the translation at all. I'm just sitting here looking at their roster, and they're old, man. Like this is an old, Darius Slay is 30 years old. Um, Brandon Graham is 32, I think I just read. He's 33. Fletcher Cox is old. Like that, the whole defense is getting old before our eyes. They need to me. They need to invest. I'm always an outside in guy because I'm a PFF disciple. So just invest from the outside in. And Keith is smiling because he loves it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they need to invest in corner. Uh, Darius Slay is good. He was really good this season, but he's 30 years old. We saw, dude, we saw it happen with Darrell Revis. What he turned 32, I want to say, and it was just, just falling off a cliff. Yeah, it was off a cliff. Same thing with, uh, gosh, anyways, there, there's a bunch of 
bunch of corners out there that, that prove that. But for the Eagles, I think invest in defense. And I think you have to, like to your point, Keith, I think you have to get some weapons. You need to look at at a Traylon Burks or, or some of these these big. There's it's actually a halfway decent wide receiver class. At least the top tier is. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, they've got all these picks. Do you think this is a year where you just finally you go out of your way to get these guys? Like you go ahead and replace or have guys ready to replace Slay and dudes like that in another year or so? Just go ahead and draft essentially depth. You know. I always, I always, I like that, but they did. They tried to do that with Andre Dillard, and that clearly didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they had, um, gosh, he's an amazing left tackle, and I cannot think of his name right now. Anyways, um, I think you just have to, I, and I hate drafting for need at the same time. But if your need and the, you know, the opportunity is there, I, I'd like to to marry those together. Well, when you got all those picks, you can kind of mix it up. Yeah, and get, get a guy for need and a guy for yeah, depth and best absolutely. player available here. You know, honestly, man, that's that would be my advice to them. Like, just take best player available because you kind of you kind of have needs all across. Mm-hmm. Why not just take the best player player available and have the the card? I mean, that's how Baltimore does it pretty much every single year. Best player available. I know I didn't mean to talk about Baltimore, Keith. No, I mean I I got no. I really have no issue. With Baltimore, except they're, you know, they are a team that for a long time was the Steelers just in another uniform. Mm-hmm. You know, they ran the ball, they played physical, you know, had the big QB. And all, you know, it was it was mirror images. That's how they built their team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, I have to hate them. But, you know, but they added, you know, all the dirty shit. And um, the murderers. <laughs> nah, that's... The intentionally hurting people. And... Yeah. Allegedly, alleged. I synced it. <laughs> Can we just skip this next game? 49ers 23, Cowboys 17. What a weird game. Um, I have Eric Rant written down on this, but honestly, I, I, I won't let it hurt me anymore. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it just, it is what it is, man. I think that the Cowboys, uh, I think that the Cowboys have one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. Constantly, year after year, for the past 25 years, we've seen, like Jason said, draft amazing players and teach them freaking terrible. I don't know this. I want to. I don't want to say work ethic because I don't think that's right. But terrible habits and to be undisciplined. CD Lamb was out there. He pissed me off so bad. He's the biggest. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, they they were down. I forget what it was because I was like seeing red. And he's out there like lack lackadaisically like jogging to the line he didn't get set that's what it was he didn't get set one time and they and they uh they uh hiked the ball and i'm like bro what are you doing like stop being so it's just to me that's a reflection of ownership to general manager who are the same person down to the head coach he almost Nothing is going to change until jerry he, is gone he almost caused the pick there uh at the end too he kept i, I remember you guys were really close to the red zone and he just kept a route. He he kind of ran it into the in the end zone. It was supposed yeah. to be a comeback. Yeah. And uh, Dak threw it, you know, where he would have come back and set. But he was, you know, at least five, six yards downfield. And it's like, man, if that one gets picked, it's, that's the end of the game right there. Yeah. He never even had the opportunity to, you know. Yeah. It's just, honestly, it's just, it, that was, that was a perfect dichotomy into what it, it into what it is to be, I wouldn't say a Dallas Cowboys fan, but like 
to watch the Cowboys the past 25 years. Like you guys actually, me and Bryson are going to take a shot to this. Cool. That's to Ceedee Lamb's route running. (laughs) Freaking twisting the knife, man. I know he's a terrible. terrible Oh, oh, we came, we came fully ready to party tonight. We're like, this is a, this is for you, Eric. Oh man! So CD so, Lamb's around. Right Eric, right. as a as a Cowboy fan, are you aren't you kind of over Jerry Jones? And if so, how long have you been over Jerry Jones? <laughs> That's the appropriate question. There, yes, I am over Jerry Jones. I've been over Jerry Jones. You know when I, when I when I first <sighs> like when at first I was like, okay, I am so done with him. He wanted to take Johnny Manziel over Zach Martin in the first round of whatever it was, the 2013 or 2014 draft. And at that point, and I was already kind of irritated with him because he's out there and he's always bragging and doing his stupid bullshit um, and and make it and just not letting anybody else have any sort of say or anything in the, in the franchise. He's such a micromanager. Uh, but that wants, was really the moment. He wants so badly for everybody to give him all the credit. I mean, wasn't that the whole Jimmy Johnson and him split was just right? over, well, yeah, you're the coach, but I brought you here. Well, okay. Just enjoy success together. Stupid, <laughs> right. Ego yeah. gets in the way of a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah, man. I, honestly, and I, I got so mad on, I think it was Sunday, actually. I, I texted our, our group chat, and I was like, all right, I'm looking for a new team. I can't be a, cow- a Cowboys fan anymore. But I will say this: all the hate that I received really galvanized me again, and I am I am back. I am I am still alloy at this point. So you'll hear nothing about. I, I, I can hate on my team, I can hate my ownership, but at the end of the at, at the end of the day, I've been a Cowboys fan since 1995. I'm not freaking. I've seen I've seen one Super Bowl, right? And I was eight or seven or whatever or yeah, eight I guess. So. I will see another one, damn it, before I die. Yeah, <laughs> I hope. I saw that one. Yes, I know. It was Super Bowl Neil, 30. Neil O'Donnell, know? man. <laughs> Woo. He's like that son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, how do you, have you gone but I've watched that game so many times, and I'm just like, I, I wish at the time they had the all-22 camera yeah. <laughs> because you haven't. Who's out there? There's nobody but Open Field and Larry Brown on both picks. <laughs> There's no way. Like, you know, I'm not this guy, but I remember thinking at the time, the fix is in, man. He's got it's, money. <laughs> you know, yeah. the only good thing about that game was Rod Woodson came back from an ACL tear in the same season. Like, he yeah. got hurt in, I think, week one and said, I'll be back for the Super Bowl. So that was cool, but yeah, they cool. lost, so it was less cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was like right. JJ Watt. Yeah, yeah, freaking Cam Akers. Oh, that dude, he is something. Yeah, right. Cam Akers won his game. JJ Watt yeah, was like, "I'm back. I couldn't let him do it without me. I had to come in and just destroy." And then they fucking lost. And <laughs> you not a JJ <laughs> Watt fan? Why would I be, Eric? Give me one reason why I would be. Because he's an awesome, awesome human being. That played for the Texans <laughs> for well, a long time. Yeah, who cares? The Texans have literally never been a threat for but like two years. Right. All right, we're, we're going to wrap these uh, these other two up kind of together because they're kind of in the same – they're cut from the same cloth. Uh, the Steelers 21, the Chiefs 42, um, and the Cardinals got the tar beat out of them by the Rams. 
Keith, is there anything you'd like to say to Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, you know, I've I've given him a lot of shit in our dynasty chat. If he's really gone, you know, slam dunk Hall of Famer. Oh yeah. There there was never a time in the first six or seven years that he played where he had the ball and I didn't think that they would produce. I, I will never forget in that Arizona Super Bowl. I was watching it with John Wilson. Yeah. When Larry Fitzgerald catches that long touchdown, he flips out. And I'm I'm sitting on the floor next to the couch just kind of watching and I'm like, "John, don't sweat it." They gave Ben too much time. And they did. They gave him way too much time. Too much time. He used to be like that all the time. 2015-16 comes around, you're in the league 12, 13 years. Your clutch badge is gone. <laughs> You're just treading water as a pretty good quarterback at that time. But then the elbow injury happened. Mm. I think we can all say since that elbow injury, he has been trash. Yeah. I mean, he's putting up numbers, but every QB puts up numbers in this league the way they dink and dunk. It, you know, when, he's, yeah. when his depth of target is three yards, <laughs> and he used to have like depth of target Joe Namath level. You know, throwing yeah. deep shots all the time. Oh yeah, he used to be like twenty something. Yeah, it was crazy, and now he's he's Montana in the later. You know, which is fine. That happens to everybody. I just wish great players would know when to walk away. Yeah, you, you know, give me give me thing. a couple of years of being gone so I can miss you <laughs> because you are fresh. you are a top, in my opinion, a top fifteen QB. Um, Eric, you posted a list of guys. I would take Ben over quite a few of those. After I did, yeah, no, after after I looked at that too, and I listened to, or I saw what you said, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I agree with Keith. I think you could you could slot Ben into like health easily. I would say healthily top twelve, top ten. We could yeah, we could I, definitely I would, debate that. That's and fair. actually, I would like to have you back on when we do the AFC North because I do want to have. I actually yeah. want to do like a full on researched. Uh, ranking of like all-time quarterbacks and let's see where ben was or where we where we think ben is sure i mean uh, you know everybody knows that i think aaron Rodgers is the best of all time talent wise but, but we, well we've had that that best yeah. versus greatest argument it's like you have to be able to separate favorite and best like my favorite band is probably every time i die r.i.p oh, too, too soon but are they better than the Beatles? Are they better than Led Zeppelin? Are they yeah. better? Probably not, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> but the Beatles are trash, though. Like, they're really bad. That's a really bad band. I'm sorry the, they're the not Rolling heavy enough Stones, for you. <laughs> the Rolling Stones are way better than the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. Uh, no, I, and, and honest, God's honest truth. I'm not just. I'm not just like trolling y'all. I genuinely think that I don't like. I literally don't like one Beatles song that I've ever heard. Okay, it's just and, like it's psychedelic. Somebody just left. Somebody stopped viewing when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I, and I, I. What I like about your take right now is you're illustrating my point because if you look at what the Beatles did for just like. Um, what they did for like recording albums, what they did for like 
just being experimental. You didn't have that at the time. They were sort of pushing the envelope on how you recorded and how you you thought about the craft of music. You know, they went from she loves you, yeah, 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 to to the psychedelic stuff. Mm. They were they were essentially Hanson and became an experimental rock band that people really revered, not because of the I want to hold your hand era. So yeah, I well, totally the, get what you're saying, but that's where you go, but you can't discount the contribution. Oh, and I don't discount their contribution whatsoever, like mm -hmm. at, at all. And I understand that they're, you know, considered probably the best band of all time. And that's fine. But to me, music <laughs> is always music, food. Any Anytime you say favorite, that's incredibly subjective. I mean, that's sure. the definition of favorite. So I just, yeah, like I said, I'm, I just don't like the Beatles. I, I don't. I, I mean, I they get don't it. do anything for me. Don't get me started. This isn't a music podcast. So you're right. We'll, we'll do that. We, we you are, don't want to press forward anyway. You don't, you don't open my door. <laughs> we do need to press forward. So the Rams beat the trash out of the Cardinals. It's like we said last week, Jason, when the Rams play their best, they, they probably are the best team in the NFL. If they play up to their potential, I, I genuinely think they are. Yeah. Um, are they always going to do that? No. <laughs> But um, any any quick thoughts on the, the Cardinals and Rams game? It kind of went like I expected. I, di I didn't expect a lot out of the Cardinals' defense this this year anyway. I mean, it, they've got some players, but they're not somebody I fear. And Kyler Murray just looked like he didn't know what – he looked like a he little deer. Lost. Like a tiny deer. Uh, he looked like Bambi in, in like <laughs> right before Bambi gets hit by the car. And that, that didn't really happen. I was just saying. You know, probably, James, probably should have. That's the <laughs> Disney dark universe. Uh, James J. Gillette called it right before it happened. He was like, he was in there, our group, our group chat in our dynasty league. And he was like, Kyler's about to break down and he said, and he play now. And then like after when he got hit in the end zone and he threw it up and there's the pick six, you know, like Jay had literally called that. I don't know if you Dude, guys saw that or not. What? But, what is with these quarterbacks this year falling down? Patrick Mahomes that even was, did it a whoa. few uh, like back in early in the season, like falling down and just. <laughs> yeah, that was probably that right, was the man. worst Take interception. Yeah, that was the worst interception I've seen this season. It was so bad. I'm well, like, it had to be the worst just because of the situation. This is yeah. the playoffs, man. That's a week two mistake. Yeah, <laughs> just throw it out of bounds for Christ's sake. But yeah, all right, so. Um, we got that. Jason, uh, you went five for six. The only one you missed last week was the Raiders because uh, you were channeling. You, you just love John Madden that much, I guess. And then I went six for six because I am better than you. Um, no, we're going to preview the Is division. there three crowns in your name? I don't I don't just crown myself. Look okay? at my name. I don't play in little Those trash are championships. that I can win. Does, Those I'm, are championships. I'm seeing three crowns there. Whatever. Eric, I, how many championships I, did you win? I won two. Okay, so where are your two? We need to fix that. Crowns. I don't put Keith, crowns. Keith, how many did you win this year? I won two, and they were in leagues I could give a shit less about. <laughs> Which one do you want to win the most, Keith? That's what I want to know. I think Dynasty is harder long term. Well, I, okay, I will say our the Dungeons and Drag routes is the one I want the most because it's the one I've been in the longest as far as Dynasty, and I've. I remember when I drafted, I told you guys I built my team for year three. This was year three, 
and my team collapsed in the playoffs. Yeah, it was it was embarrassing. But I will say it was embarrassing. I will say my auction league with a couple of guys that are in noobs. Auction, I think, is a level of difficulty that's because you're it's not just up to you. Mm-hmm. You can draft great in a redraft or whatever. But when you draft in Dynasty, and my they are trolls, man. And they'll they'll see this. They'll they bid know. you up. <laughs> yeah, every time. Like I've got to like, I'm playing 8D chess in there. I'm like, okay, well, they know I might want this guy, so I'm not going to bid on him. But then if I don't bid on him, I can't give a guy up for like 12 bucks who should have been 30. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I get in my own head, and I start out bidding myself. Like, it's the worst, but the best at the same time. Like, auction leagues are so fun. Like, really, I'd say that in Dynasty are right, right neck and neck. Right now. Right I really now, want to do an auction Right league. now. Key. Will you commit to us that next season we're going to do an auction draft yes. and Eric and I will put it in the show and we'll monitor it as we go. If it's that hard, let's do this. Yeah. It's it, like I said, it's harder because of the trolling <laughs> and every, you know, everybody wants the same guys, right? You, you really got to research <sighs> that middle tier because yeah. like I, I, I typically, I think all things being equal, I'm a stars and scrubs guy. Like, I will try to put together two big running backs and then get two or three dollar receivers. Mm-hmm. And if you hit on a couple of those, like the year I won, I paid ten bucks for Galladay and twelve dollars for Godwin. It was Godwin's breakout Ooh. year. And it was at 2019. Yeah, but I had spent 140 bucks on Camara. No, I'm sorry, Saquon and CMC. Uh-huh. So I had to go bargain shopping, yeah, and it worked out. But if it doesn't work out, then you're waiver wiring that because we play a three wide receiver set too. Yeah, that's so the that, only way to play. Yeah, that just makes it even tougher because you can have like this year I drafted. I had Calvin Ridley all over the place. I had I McCaffrey all sucks. over the place. And, I hate and, that you know, too. Me too. But somehow, man. I hate it for you, Keith, because I know that if you'd have had a healthy Christian McCaffrey, you'd have done really yeah. well in the playoffs. I, I, I was fine with – I liked kind of having to enough. bootstrap it. No, it certainly was not. I will I will accept my team's limitations and make my excuses and go from there. <laughs> <laughs> I, Eric, you know, the one thing I don't give you any shit about is the fact that I beat you under those circumstances. That was my number one keeper. What what do you what do you oh run it by me again? The one thing I haven't given you shit about is that I beat you under those circumstances. What that you didn't have Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. After two years of sitting with him as my number one keeper and wasting my number one pick ever both yeah. two years in a row. Hey man, I don't know what to tell you. That's I, I hate You should it. feel it bad. I do feel bad. You tell me you feel bad. And I just one, loved in the one he's talking about. I've I've been to the to the championship game three years in a row now. I got second three years in a row. Yeah, that's gotta hurt. Like I, I it get doesn't it. Doesn't feel good at all. <laughs> no, like it. it just Especially ev- this asshole. Every year it's like a tumor, Freaking, just getting yeah. bigger and bigger. Oh, but I get the trophy in the morning. I hate you so much. All in right, dun- oh, we would be in Dungeons and Drag routes. So real quick, Eric. One yeah. thing that I think is crazy is how consistent I'm not going to call you lucky. I'm not going to call you fortunate for, cause you did have your, you had 
injuries is that small yeah <laughs> you had a little injury I don't know how you're avoiding it. Now, you lost Godwin. I thought Godwin was going to be a bigger deal there at the end. DeAndre Hopkins as well. Yeah, yeah, you lost Hopkins. I lost Cam Akers. At the and and the then season. my team, the last two weeks of the regular season, 210, 235. First week of the playoffs, 140. <laughs> yes. Unbelievable. I hate that league. Yep. I, I'm, getting the, uh, I'm getting the belt soon, and it will be – Right there, it's got to be. Yeah, what? all right. Let's no, it's got to be right here. Oh, no, it will, be, it will be right here. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna make this. some, I'm gonna make some sort of like shelving unit right here. Uh huh. But when during the podcast, oh, you're right, Jason, it will be right there. You're right, you're right. Terrible. Right, let's pre- let's do a, let's do a quick preview of this stuff here. Uh, because if not, we're gonna run on for two hours. I don't mind, however, I do have some uh, some. Anyways, I have shit to do. Uh, besides talk to you fuckers the rest of the night. Uh, Bengals versus Titans. Titans are three and a half point favorites. Over under is 47. True. Let me tell you what's, what, just a quick stat because Jamar Chase is incredible. Weeks 16, 17. I'm not counting week 18 because he played 9% of snaps. Yeah. And then the wild card round. These are his numbers. Excuse me. 34 targets, 27 receptions, 507 yards, and three touchdowns. He's pretty – who – Who's pretty good. Who's guarding him? <laughs> who's guarding him, Jason? Oh, man. Everyone? Um, the LSU in the building. Um, why can't I think of his name? Because you're uh, not a real fan, that's why. Fuck you. I know what school he went to. Fuck you. I know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about. I just can't think of his name. Bryson, help me out. LSU, Tennessee, number one corner. Oh, Tyron. Um, Do what? What is it? Christian Fulton. Sorry. Christian Fulton. Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. But anyways, yes, Christian Fulton will be. Good. Christian Fulton will be playing against the same guy he fucking pl- played every goddamn day against at LSU because they are literally. Went to school together, played every snap at LSU together. They they won a championship together. Christian Fulton was on that team. Yeah. He knows if anyone in the world knows, it's Christian Fulton. Aren't you concerned though with all the attention he's going to get super with concerned. Boyd and, and Higgins? Like I'm super concerned. I'm um, more, I'm more worried about Boyd. To be I'm honest. Hopeful. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. I I hope that, that what I've observed this season is traded the secondary for a pass rush, and what I'm hoping is that I continue to see that because what when did when did you see Oakland start to get back in that game? Is when the pass rush started started to work. So if Tennessee can come in and and that defensive line can put pressure on their offensive line isn't good. Uh, their defensive line took a bunch of injuries last week. So if Derrick Henry plays, that's a problem. If yes. he doesn't play, I still <clears throat> think that's a problem. You can't lose guys in the playoffs on the defensive line. The lines control everything. And if we can run you over, we're healthy on the offensive line right now. If we can run you over, you're in trouble. It doesn't matter who's running the ball. You know, you got to be healthy, and they're not. And so – Yes, I'm scared of Joe Burrow. Yes, I'm scared of those other receivers. 
But the one thing that I love that's going for us is we have the one corner in the NFL who knows their number one guy better than anyone. Can I just say this? If the pass rush is going to be so fierce, they're going to be throwing like bubble screens to Jamar Chase, who might be the best yards after catch receiver yeah. in the NFL already. Yeah, and I'm sure that's, Fulton, that's pretty scary, man. And I'm sure Fulton's used to it. Like I said, I watched Jamar Chase do all this shit in college. It's not new to me. I, I mean, that if you didn't, it ain't new to anybody, bro, but he's still been freaking murdering veterans. I'm just corners. saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, he's playing against a guy who came up with him in the same team. He knows how he plays. He knows the quarterback, which is more important. Think I about mean, that for a second. Honestly, not if, just Jamar. I just don't. I I don't really care what Jamar does. I still think Tennessee's going to win. But like, they're going to have to do a little something against. Oh, like he, if Jamar Chase catches two hundred and two, the Bengals <laughs> have probably won that game, right? Yes. Or they yes. were down by thirty. Yeah. And it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. All I'm really trying to say is that we have, a, you know, we have a guy like Kevin Byard back there playing ball hawk. He has a guy with him in the same unit in Christian Fulton who's familiar with this court, extremely familiar with the quarterback, extremely familiar with their number one wide receiver. They've definitely talked it out. There's definitely a game plan. Everyone that defense knows whatever Christian Fulton knows. We're going in. Joe Burrow has not faced this before. He has not seen someone who actually knows him in and out. He has not played a team this physical since Baltimore, probably. And I, you're in the big game. Are you really? I know I watched him win a championship in college. Does that mean I think he can win this game? No. He's seven and zero in like these big time games. Yeah. That he has to win, dating all the way back to high school. Yep. I don't really care that it's his second year. Joe Burrow is kind of different to me. He's I told different. I, I I spoke about it, I don't know how many podcasts ago. He honestly his his freaking demeanor oh. off yeah. the field reminds me of Tom Brady. He's so super much. pro. Yeah. He's he's a super pro and he's kind of a smart ass and and kind of funny and I like that. Yeah. I I just read a, a, an article. It says Derrick Henry was back in pads today. If Derrick Henry, Henry plays the Titans win this game. If he does not, the Bengals win this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say it for real. Like if he doesn't play, or if he plays 25 percent of snaps, the Bengals are winning this game. I'm. I mean, how come nobody's talking about Joe Mixon? Yeah. Okay. They, the Titans are hard to run on, man. Because they, Tennessee's got such a good defense. That that's true. But is Joe Mixon also not a guy that? Like he's been kind of matchup proof. Yeah. He produced, I mean, obviously he can't do it all by himself. If they're shutting down the pass game, Joe Mixon's got no shot. But you talk about those bubble screens and stuff. I mean, Mixon's a great receiver out of the backfield. They could do a lot with him, but I don't know. I just I, I'm hoping I don't I don't know that I care who wins this game. Not that I hate either one. I, I'm just kind of a fan at this point. I don't really dislike anybody left you know if the Bengals go on and win a super bowl then they have become a credible threat and they can die like i that's where i'm at (laughs) but right now everybody's just kind of they're cute they're a cute team they i don't worry about them the only team like that is green bay like they're a for real threat but you can't 
Aaron Rodgers could punt a baby across the street. And I'm like, I, I, you know, that Aaron. That's my guy. Yeah, he's, that's scam. Look at the form on that. <laughs> it's so great. He can punt <laughs> from all platforms. <laughs> what a leg. Yeah, honestly, yep. man, I'm, I'm not going to make a, a bullshit, like, sit on the fence statement. I'm going to say Tennessee wins this game. What do you think, Jason? I'm, well, shit, though, even have to ask you. Yeah. Keith, Tennessee? I got Tennessee, yeah. Okay. It's going to be close, I think, but Tennessee. I think so, too. I think so, too. I, that, 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 yeah. I, I think Mike Vrabel is, is kind of the, the, the X factor, if you will. He's, he's such a good coach. I love that guy. Yeah. He's, he's unsung, man. I don't think he gets enough credit. He does not. He should be coach of the year. Used to be a Steeler, by the way. Yes. Yes. He way did. back when. All right. A we got the 40, the 40, actually, the 40 dollars the only road team to win. I, I did not point that out earlier. The only road team to win versus the Packers. The Packers are five and a half point favorites. Over-unders, 47 and a half points, uh, which is surprising. I thought it would be a little more. Um, this is a rematch from week three where they scored 58 points combined, 30 to 28. Uh, the Packers sacked Jimmy G four times in that game. Got after his ass. What do you all think about this game? What's your predictions? What's going down? Jimmy G literally can't throw a pick. If he, if he turns the ball over even once, it's done. Hmm. Got to play a perfect game? That's all I'm saying. Okay. What's a perfect game for Jimmy G, though? 200 yards and a touchdown. No, no. I mean, De- I can see yeah. De- Debo. No, no Debo turnover. Racking, right? Yeah, Debo yeah. racking it up. I mean, because if Jimmy G has – it's one of those games where if Jimmy G's got 302 touchdowns, I think they're down a lot. Right? I, I mean, because they're going to have 30, 35 carries. They're not going to want him – and it's nothing even against Jimmy G. It's just how their team's built. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right, Keith. I, I would say more is or less is more with uh, <clears throat> with Jimmy G's numbers. Uh, the Packers should be getting back um, Jair Alexander and Zadarius Smith. Jair Alexander is probably the second best, if not the best, corner in the NFL. Obviously, he's coming back from a long term injury, so that he'll probably he might be limited in his snaps. Um, and then Zadarius Smith is the best pass rusher in Green Bay. David Bakhtiari may be back. I saw kind of like a 50-50 report on that. So Green Bay is already this good, and they're getting back three legitimate stars. Uh, Green Bay wins this game. Uh, I think it's a very close game. A very did, uh, close game. did Nick Bosa get hurt over the week or uh, during the yeah. Cowboy so we, game? Yes, he got a concussion. He didn't come. So that's another thing, too, man. If you'd have told me Nick Bosa missed three quarters of that game, I'd have been like, oh, the Cowboys win that. No, yeah. he got a concussion. Um, not sure if he's actually going to going to be able to pass concussion protocol to play in this game. I, I can take a look really quick. If he but, if he doesn't play, like, what's Aaron Rodgers going to do to them? <laughs> 303? I mean, his, that's his baseline, that's right? I mean, his average game is 302, like, for a career, basically. Yeah. That's I why just, I led with Jimmy G better not throw a single yeah, pick. Well, they're gonna I don't have think to, Aaron Rodgers. This is one of those games where issues. you've got to take the air out of the ball. You've got to go the old school like Bill Cowher. If you get up by 14, now you're grinding it out. Like, yeah. you may get 40, uh, 40 rushes between, you know, who, who knows who's going to get them, but there'll be a ton to give, you know. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Packers in this game. What do y'all think? It's gonna be cold as hell, too. Yeah, cold as hell. I got Packers. I think the Packers are just to me. Well, we'll we can talk about that later, but 
The Packers are good. <laughs> Put it that way. We got the uh, the Rams versus the Bucks. The Bucks are a three point favorite. Over under is forty eight and a half. Uh, Tristan Wirfs is in a boot after his injury. That's uh, as of that's uh, as of a report yesterday. And then the center Ryan Jensen also went down with an injury on Sunday or Saturday, whenever they played. Uh, but he did come back and end up playing the rest of the game. So uh, that's a little scary <laughs> that you might have two hobbled offensive linemen when you're playing against freaking Vaughn, playoff Von Miller and Aaron Donald and um, oh God, Leonard Floyd, I think, is the other guy. Yeah. Right? The other guy? Yeah, but anyways. So who do you all think wins this game? Because I think this one's a lot closer. This is, I, this actually, is... I actually have the Rams. They beat them earlier in the year. I do Norm, too. Normally I would say – this is, you know, this is where Brady gets revenge on that loss. But the the line, as like you said, whenever you have Aaron Donald involved, literally, I mean, look at last year's top 100. They said your number one player is Tom Brady. Your number two player is Aaron Donald, right? So you have Aaron Donald on the line. You're not healthy. You're in trouble. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Well, was it? Uh, I think I read that Tom Brady was getting rid of the ball in like 2.1 second average like the whole day. Something ridiculous. Well, that was – like I don't know if that was necessity or design, but it will be a necessity this weekend. And I don't know with just Gronk and just Mike Evans. Like if you if you told me they still had non-crazy Antonio Brown or Chris Godwin, I'm like, okay, they can handle that. Jalen Ramsey on Mike Evans, you know, Mike Evans is still going to get his, but it won't be. He's not taking you down the field, especially he's kind of dinged up anyway. I just don't, I don't see them being able to put up the amount of points it's going to take to hang with the Rams if the Rams are playing like the Rams played Monday. Agreed. It's, I mean, honestly, it's all dependent on Matt Stafford. Which version of him shows up? Is it going to be the let me throw two pick sixes in the first quarter and just let me Jameis Winston this thing? Um, I on I think that Sean McVay is not going to allow that to happen. Personally, I think they're going to run the hell out of the ball. Uh, once again, as I said last week, I think that Tampa Bay run defense gets a lot of accolades from how it played earlier in the season. It really hasn't been that dominant. Oh, Recently, it's been pretty bad. Exactly. So. Um, and Sean McVay, like for all everybody says, oh my God, he's a genius, and he might be. He'll run the hell out of it. Like that's what I like about him. If something's working, he's going to keep doing it. Right. Um, so I, I've got the Rams in this too, guys. Like I called them last week. I'm calling them again. I I, I really like this Rams team. Yep. So we're are we all in agreement so far? Yep. What a bunch of trash. Uh, maybe I, this is going to be this the is going to be the one. Us. The Bills versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs are actually a two-point favorite, so our closest spread, and then our highest over/under at fifty-four and a half, surprising absolutely no one. Who do y'all got? Who do y'all got? It's I like to see the AFC guys here with the, I, the vitriol and the hatred. I, you know, I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and you got to knock out the champ and this, this and that. But man, can. <laughs> Can you stop Buffalo if they're playing like they played last week? New England has a – they're not world beaters on defense, but they were good. Yeah. They look like children. Like, <laughs> Josh Allen just – man, he was just throwing people around. It was ridiculous. I 
if they're playing anywhere close to how they can play, I just don't see how the Chiefs can can match them. Especially if you can like Tyreek's kind of been taken out mm-hmm. here recently. I know it didn't matter against the Steelers because they got holes everywhere, but Buffalo's defense is pretty nice. Yeah. Agreed. Jason, what do you think? So this is this is my honest opinion on this. Um I hate I hate when people say in the Super Bowl era because I don't give a shit about anything outside of the Super Bowl era. So <laughs> as far as I'm it happened pre nineteen sixty, it didn't happen. Yeah. As far <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, the Buffalo Bills played the first perfect game in NFL history on offense. And they did it against probably the most respected defensive mind in NFL history on defense. I am terrified of them, and I won't put anyone above them until I see them play again. That was horrific. I don't, I'm don't. i a Belichick guy. What the fuck? How do you do that? That was crazy. I was literally in awe the entire time. So I'm, I'm scared of it. And right, wouldn't it have been different if, like, just from the beginning, Mac Jones was throwing pick sixes and all? It wasn't yeah. that. It no. was just normal play, normal offense, normal defense. But when they had to punt, Buffalo just could not be stopped. Like I've, yeah. I've never seen that. I've never seen yeah. a team not be slowed down. Any. Any. I, I mean, even Pittsburgh had a pick six against Mahomes last week. Mm-hmm. Like they played. A little defense. New England, I, it's like they were running seven-on-seven seven, no-pass-rush drills. Uh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it's like when you take the, the the difficulty down to rookie on Madden because you want your franchise – like you want that quarterback you chose in the second round to get his stats up. <laughs> That's what it was. And actually, we're not going to – I don't think we're going to split at all. I thought someone was going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to break it down like this. Right now, Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes. I would say he's playing better than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has not played well, really. Okay, Patrick Mahomes is held to a little different standard than everyone else, as he should be because he's got a baseball contract. So um, he should be held to a different standard. Uh, Buffalo's defense is much better. Buffalo's defense is quite a bit better than Kansas City's. Their playmakers right now are freaking better than Kansas City's. Kansas City's been stopped all year by that too high, that too high safety uh, look on defense. Do you think Sean McDermott is not going to, to notice that and do that? Uh, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close game, but give me the Bills. This give is me... also a revenge game. Yes, exactly. Because they knocked him out. Was it last last year? It was last year. Yeah, Kansas. exactly. I think the third time is the charm for uh, Josh Allen. I, well. We could talk about that next week. Uh, who's getting to the Super Bowl? J- Jason, yeah. do you want to see either one of these teams? I mean, right? I've been there. I know exactly how you feel. It's like, God, can they? Can a somebody's got to win, and then a plane's got to crash? They got to pull a Leonard Skinner here. I'm, I'm fucking terrified, no doubt. All right, cool. All right, so we, I mean, four for four then, shoot. So that would have uh, Buffalo and uh, Buffalo and Tennessee and Green Bay and Los Angeles. I think those would be phenomenal uh, conference championship games. They would be. 
I mean, offense out the out the wazoo. Is, yeah. is is Julio Jones healthy, Jason? He is. So they're they're coming with their full complement. I mean, healthy to, for Julio Jones. Healthy is just like, did he crack his sciatica coming yeah. out of bed this morning? Yeah, like, is he okay? Like yeah. he still has hamstrings. We don't know <laughs> if they work. The severity to which they're pulled at this very moment. And Julio Jones, man, that's a, that's, a, that's been another thorn in my side all year. Ah. Well, hey, this was fun, guys. I appreciate y'all going a little lo- little longer than we normally do. We had a lot of, I mean, I love the uh, the side tangent conversations, and I'm I actually wrote a couple of these things down to expand upon next off time, especially draft. during the the, like, the off season, if you will. Um, I want to I want to do some fun pods. Not to say this wasn't fun; it was okay. You guys are all right, uh, it was Jason. Fun. You not so much, but um, <laughs> 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 Jason, you got anything to say? Oh, I said, we go, I said, said it all. I said it all. I said it all in the beginning. Yeah, and yeah. God bless, you know, I never thought I'd do this, but here we are. God bless Ben Roethlisberger. As another large man, I say, <laughs> you are a true king. Sail off in the sunset. Please don't come back on some other team because you're not going to be any good. Who would, who, who's going to sign him at this I point, right? I mean, it can't. Houston. Yeah. It just can't happen. If he goes to play with Houston – Fine, go. That's the saddest thing I think I've I ever mean, seen. I I got no problem with General Mills, man. He needs to. Well, General Mills. I like I like letting him hang out. Oh man, Hell yeah, yeah. Ben's he's got to go, man. He's no. tarnishing the legacy with every pass he throws. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, fellas, it's been fun. I appreciate it, Keith. For we appreciate you coming on, man. Absolutely, we gotta have you on here more often. Yes. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Background. Is it's that a real natural? Fire? No, God, no. That's YouTube, baby. Oh, is oh it? yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It honestly That's looks just, like a fireplace. I've got, I've got a sixty-inch TV in front of the basement fireplace because I'm not, I'm not building any fires. I'm barely a man, so if I want a fire, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Your Fantastic Four thing would be, demo- it would just be disintegrated. <laughs> Hey, I appreciate it, y'all. Thanks for anybody or everybody that tuned in. Uh, Jay, appreciate the, the questions and the or the comments there. Uh, we'll see y'all again next week, next Tuesday. We're going to be doing the same thing, reviewing divisional round, previewing the conference championships, uh, and it's going to be a blast. So for Jason, for Keith, we are your fantasy friends. Stay safe, and y'all be good. We out of here. Peace. Thanks.